Al-Bayan Radio presents the following program presented by Sheikh Arshad Khan. Bismillah wa salatu wa salamu ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Brothers and sisters, I welcome you to this series entitled Beneficial Stories from Riyadh al-Salihin, A Mother and Her Two Daughters. Aisha narrated, a woman came to me with her two daughters asking for charity, but she found nothing with me except one date. So I gave it to her and she divided it between her daughters and she herself ate nothing of it. Then she got up and left. When the Messenger of Allah وسلم, came in, I told him the story and he said, whoever is tested by means of these girls and he treats them with kindness, they will be a protection for him from the fire. Explanation of the Hadith The author, may Allah have mercy upon him, mentioned an astonishing, amazing story from Aisha radiallahu anha. She said, a woman came to me with her two daughters asking for charity. This was because the woman was poor. Aisha said, but she found nothing with me except one date, a house from the home of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam and subhanallah they found nothing except one date. How much food we have in our houses brothers and sisters, how much food we waste, we dish out and we put in the bin. We must fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and emulate our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam in every aspect including the food that we eat and how we deal with the leftover food that we have. She then said, so I gave it to her and she divided this date between her two daughters. She divided it in half, giving one half of the date to one daughter and the other half to the other daughter. And she ate nothing from it. The Prophet ﷺ entered upon Aisha and she told him this amazing story. So the Prophet ﷺ said, Whoever is tested by the means of these girls and he treats them with kindness, there will be a protection for him from the fire. And his statement, whoever is tested, when he said whoever is tested, does not mean a test with evil, rather he intends whoever is decreed to have girls. As it comes in the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says translated and we test you with evil and with good deeds as a trial and to us you will be returned. This means that whoever is decreed to have gills. So that when the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam said whoever is tested meaning whoever is decreed to have gills and he is good to these gills they shall be a shield from him from the fire of hell. How many People have gills. How many brothers have gills? Subhanallah. And yet they neglect their children, their gills, and they prefer their other children, their boys, over the gills. They do not treat them right. They do not give them the attention that these gills need in a society, in times that we live in where our daughters need more attention from their parents, especially their fathers, more than ever before. And yet you find fathers, subhanallah, neglecting their tender daughters and fail to give them the correct attention that they need in order to su- succeed and progress in life. So subhanallah, the Prophet ﷺ mentioned that they shall be a shield for him if he treats them good, a shield for him from the fire on the day of resurrection, meaning Allah will shield him from the fire of hell due to his kindness to his daughters. This is because the daughter is weak and unable to provide for herself. The daughter is tender, and the one who provides for the family is the man. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
tells us in the Quran translated, men are the protectors and maintainers of women because Allah has made one of them excel the other and because they spend to support them from their means. Thus, the one who spends upon the family and earns a living is the man. As for the woman, her situation is in the home. She establishes the home, puts the home in order for her husband, and she disciplines her children. Generally speaking, it is not for the woman to work and to provide for her family. The obligation rests with the man, unless there is an exception to that rule, if it is a case of financial necessity. And we seek Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's assistance. Benefits from this narration. First, a home from the homes of the Prophet wasallam was from the noblest of his homes, housing the most beloved wife to him, Aisha radiallahu anha, and she only has one date. Subhanallah. In times of ours, we have different types, five different types of dates, perhaps, in our fridge and in our homes. Different, multiple types of food. This dunya is open for us and closed for others. This dunya is open for us and it was closed for these companions. It is because we are more beloved to Allah than them. Is this the case? No. We are not more beloved to Allah than the companions. The companions are the most noble of mankind after the prophets. And this is not the case. They are more beloved to Allah than we are. But Allah gives His virtue to whomsoever He wills and we are being tested with these favors that Allah has given us. With many people today, these favors have become a reason to commit evil and corruption. Excessive wealth that we possess in our homes, brothers and sisters, it has become a reason for us to commit evil, all types of sin and corruption, and to have and to show arrogance, such that people have become corrupt, and we seek Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's refuge, and we fear for ourselves the punishment of Allah due to much of the ingratitude and denial of these favors and we use these favors to disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we ask Allah for safety and security another benefit from this hadith is the self selflessness of the companions for surely Aisha radiallahu anha only had one date but she felt sympathy for this poor lady however today we have a great deal of wealth and if a beggar or person in need comes we reject them a third benefit, brothers and sisters, is that this hadith contains a lesson that some of the companions were poor and some of them were rich. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran translated, It is they who would portion out the mercy of your Lord. Is it we who portion out between them their livelihood in this world? And we raised some above others in ranks so that some may employ others in their work. If it were not for varying degrees of livelihood, brothers and sisters, some people would not be able to employ others. For example, if we were all upon the same level and some of us were in need of others to build for them, so a person goes to someone and says, I want you to build a house for me, he will respond, I'm not going to build for you, I'm like you, I am rich. If we want to fix a door, the person will say, I'm not going to fix this door for you, I'm rich just like you. Therefore, these varying degrees of livelihood that we see, brothers and sisters, have allowed some people to work for others. As the poet has said in Arabic, translated, from the beginning until now, the people assist and serve each other even if they don't realize it. Even the rich merchant, the billionaire, serves the poor 
And how is that, you may ask? He provides them with food, drink, clothing, building, material, and other things. He provides it to the less fortunate. They purchase it, and he benefits from it. Therefore, all people, brothers and sisters, are in need of one another, and they serve one another. This is from the wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that he has not made us all at the same financial level. They are people that vary in their richness, in their financial security, in their financial situation than others. And this is from the sunnah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this life. Another benefit this hadith carries, it shows the proof that it is virtuous to treat daughters kindly, including with wealth, clothing, and watching over them because they are unable to take care of themselves. Another benefit of this hadith that it contains what we alluded to earlier that those who are responsible for earning a living and spending are the men as for the woman the general rule is that they are responsible for setting the home in order and those jobs which are only done by the woman such as educating the daughters as for placing them in the workplace with men in one office or as secretaries as found in many of the muslim lands there's no doubt that this is extremely dangerous and a great evil the Prophet ﷺ said in a hadith, the best row for the men is the first row and the worst is the last row and the best row for women is the last row and the worst row is the first row. Subhanallah, this hadith is in reference to the prayer, the lining of the prayer. The best line for the men is the first and the best line for the woman is the last and the worst for the woman is the first and the worst for the men is the last. This precaution or this hadith is, is in reference to the salat and an act of ibadah where men and women should be separated what about situations where it is not an act of ibadah such as officers in a workplace we as muslims must be really careful when it comes to practicing segregation we should observe segregation in every way possible in every situation possible if we invite guests to our houses we need to ensure that the men and women are separate segregated away from each other and not seated together and they're away from sight and they do not intermingle with each other as this is not from the etiquettes of a gathering so we must take caution that whenever we organize iftars whenever we organize dinner invitations whenever we organize family barbecues or events fundraising events dinner events charity events whatever it may be that we must exercise segregation at all costs and if the event or the invitation is not segregated then you should not attend because this will be going against the guidelines of what sharia has placed with interactions of the opposite gender we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us and our muslim brothers and sisters from the causes of his anger and punishment